with KSOM and KS95 News. I'm Tom Robinson. A canine respiratory virus spreading through the Midwest is causing a cancellation of a tradition in eastern Iowa last week. We reported about this mysterious illness affecting dogs in Iowa. Mike Martison, doctor of veterinary medicine at the Anita Vet Clinic, says the illness is a cough that does not go away and is not responding to conventional treatment. Since then, the American Veterinary Association is recommending dogs avoid each other to reduce the spread of the virus. This led to the traditional cancellation of the annual holiday dog walk in Bettendorf. Dr. Martison says if a dog owner sees signs of this unknown illness with their pet, the best bet is to get a hold of your veterinarian, get an appointment, and get them checked out. New Hampshire researchers say the mysterious illness may have started from a bacterial infection, which evolves into pneumonia or other health issues. Expediting the county-wide ambulance service headlines the Shelby County Board of Supervisors meeting on Wednesday. Shelby County residents voted an overwhelming yes to a referendum on taxation to fund EMS service in Shelby County on November 7th. The move to a county-wide ambulance service was not anticipated until 2025. However, on November 10th, Medevac provided notice that without additional financial increases in funding, they will need to cease operations on December 1st of this year. In the meantime, Shelby County has been working vigorously and cooperatively to expedite the transition of countywide EMS and ambulance service. Now, on Wednesday, the supervisors will act on purchasing the Medevac building, equipment, and ambulance service agreement, Shelby County Ambulance Commission addendums to the agreement, EMS and health insurance cost budget amendment, and set a hearing date. Additionally, the supervisors will act on employee hiring, EMS billing provider assistance, and setting up bank accounts for EMS. The meeting starts at 9 a.m. on Wednesday at the Supervisors' Boardroom at the Courthouse. And the Montgomery County Board of Supervisors received a secondary roads update, heard from Dan Wright, Maintenance Director, set dates and times for budget workshops, and finished off the meeting with the opening of sealed bids of four-footed property from items from the Sheriff's Department. Now, Montgomery County Engineer Karen Albert reported on spreading rock in the muddy areas throughout the county. Albert says county trucks were out last Sunday morning plowing snow and announced the opening of 180th Street. 180th Street, I have a picture to pass around. They have a couple more loads of riprap to place, then they will rock the road. Um, the road should be open by the end of the week, weather coordinating. So that's the game. That's cool. Good point, Tom. Good deal. Hoping that'll be open by the end of the week. Albert added that the 250th Street Bridge is almost completely removed and construction work continues. And maintenance director Dan Wright reported to the board that he faced a power failure issue affecting the courthouse early this morning. So I came down. First thing was trying to figure out whether it had power or if the generator was messed up. Come to find out, it was actually the generator went and did his test this morning. Something happened with the switch. Switch did not let it actually go back to normal power. I got a hold of the generator company, and he talked me through how to manually switch it back. So right now, I got to manually switch back over to power, and uh, they're going to either going to be down this afternoon or tomorrow to figure out what what's going on with the switch. In other business, the supervisors will begin budget workshops on January 9th following the regular meeting, and at 9 a.m. on January 10th. The next regular meeting is scheduled for December the 5th. Cass County Board of Supervisors met this morning, and Zach Collins has this report. The Cass County Board of Supervisors met today for their regularly scheduled meeting to discuss multiple agendas. They first met with Lindsey Wilson, who is requesting $500 for the Family Crisis Center in Council Bluffs. 
They provide services in Cass County for victims of violent crimes and have helped a number of local residents this year. Um, but like I said, we travel to all 12 local stops. So you don't have any time that you are actually scheduled to be in Cass County? You only come here? Only? We don't have an office here, no. So we come here just for legal proceedings. And you meet so. in the victim's home then? Yeah, we meet with them in their home. Yeah. Um, they have you know, law enforcement interviews or need to come in for trial prep or something like that. Um, then we come here with them, obviously. The services that they provide are different from the usual office visits as they will come to your house to talk with you, meet on the phone, or just even a video call. Um, but our services, are, we're just different. We, we are able to go to that person's home. We're able to kind of meet them where they're at and help them kind of determine what they need. So um, we, we have a little bit more flexibility to help them on a more personal level um, and just with other things they might need um, as far as the grief process, you know, finding resources to kind of get them set up to get them through whatever. These supervisors wanted further information on how the $500 amount was brought up for the funding and how they can get further information on the request. Um, so it, it kind of varies. I'm not, to be honest, I'm not sure who decided what, the, what amount would be for each county. Um, but I, I do know that they kind of based it and adjusted based off what services we were providing to each county. Wilson's request has been taken under advisement and will be considered in the near future. In other news, the board approved a 2022-23 urban renewal project as well as allocating ARPA funds to the Hitchcock House in Lewis for repairs that totaled $47,932. This historic building has received improvements in the past and they are looking to continue to make those repairs on the building on the south side. I'm Zach Callens reporting. Thanks a lot, Zach. And today is Giving Tuesday, a day to kick off giving. And Share Iowa is a one-stop shop to do this. Share Iowa is an initiative of the Community Foundation for Western Iowa. Donna Dostal, President and CEO of Share Iowa and Community Foundation for Western Iowa, appearing on the KSOM Morning Show with Sarah, says they are grateful to the Charles Lakin Foundation and their board for committing dollars to bring the online platform to all its nonprofits in a nine-county area in Western in southwest Iowa. And it's a dynamic online platform, very searchable, that nonprofits can get out and, and be more visible to the folks that support their work. You know, there's not a single person across the entire state of Iowa that is not touched by the, the work of a nonprofit every day. And so during Giving Tuesday, this is our opportunity to really give back. And fairiowa.org is the way that, way that you can find the nonprofits that have touched your lives or, or the way that uh, you can find the ones that you really want to learn more about. People wanting to give can go to sharegoodiowa.org to find some local nonprofits in this area. There you'll find 253 nonprofit organizations, 164 volunteer opportunities, 61 upcoming in-person events to attend, and choose from over 1,140 much-needed products you can buy for nonprofits and have them shipped directly to their door. Giving dollars, giving cash to make sure that those nonprofits can do their work. You can also volunteer through Share Iowa. You can learn about the events that the nonprofits are holding. You can even uh, give gifts of kind. So there's lots of organizations that have gone online through Target or Amazon and say they, they need cat food or they need blankets or they need diapers for, for children's programming. You can actually purchase those those uh, items and have them shipped directly to the nonprofit. So it is literally a one-stop shop. 
And Tossel says the Community Foundation is adopting Giving Tuesday as its a regional day of giving. And our board has even, uh, they've committed $250,000 worth of matching dollars. We have over 90 nonprofits that have endowments with us at the Community Foundation. And so if someone during Giving Tuesday says, well, I really want to invest in the long-term sustainability of New Visions Homeless Services or MICA House, or, you know, um, we have organizations all across the, the nine counties that have endowments with us. We will match those gifts at 20%. We'll put an additional 20% into those uh, endowments. Dossel says they also have 12 $1,000 bonus prizes, which will be announced today. She says it's an exciting day to give back in Western Iowa. And she did say nonprofits in West Central and Southwest Iowa that are not on Sarah, Iowa, now is the time to join and take advantage of that benefit throughout the year to get better engaged with your community at no cost. I'm Tom Robinson. Have a great afternoon.